G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. You're listening to Real Faith, conversations with real people about how God works in their lives. If you want to know more about integrating faith into your life, our website is realfaith.org.au. Just go to the website and you'll find helpful articles about the impact faith can have on your life. Once again, that's realfaith.org.au. Welcome back. I'm Eric Scadabo, and today our guests are Tony and Minna Gunter. Tony is from Brisbane, and Minna is from South Carolina, and we've been finding out about their relationship. Now we're going to find out more of their story and how they have a vision for ministering to truck drivers in the United States. Well, we married uh, the pastor. Our, our friends in Nashville happened to be pastors of uh, a church that Tony was familiar with because on those trips that he had made to the States before he knew me, he had met this pastor and um, I had a strong relationship with a church very strong, in Nashville. Yeah, very strong mm-hmm. relationship. Yep. So he's the one that married us. Uh, it was a Wednesday night. Uh, they had um, Wednesday night prayer meeting. Then we got married. Then they had worship team practice. Then we all went to uh, the Longhorn for a stay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you got me hungry here. There was so, no, there was no, not a lot of formalities. In no, it, you know, I had. Yeah, we both yeah. had blue jeans on, and I think I had cowboy boots and. It was just um, it was just the way it was meant to be. It was just lovely. And then we came back to South Carolina, and um, my family got to know him a little bit better because mm-hmm. even though they had met him and they liked him when they met him, they didn't know much about him. And now, of course, we have uh, two grandchildren. My son has two girls, and then Tony has three children here, and they all have Kids, so we've got five grandchildren here, so now we're an international family. Yeah. So, Tony, how did you finally come around? Oh, I, I just, you know, went the distance, basically. Um, we went Once we met, you know, face-to-face, it was pretty much what, we'd, what I'd expected. And, um, you know, there's been adjustments and stuff with, mm-hmm. like, with cultural differences, as I say, and but basically, you know, it's we've we've got on pretty well. I remember the first she, see she was a nurse in the states, and I went and picked her up one night after we were married, and um, we're driving home, and she goes, "Stop, stop, stop, stop!" And I hit the brakes. And I said, "What?" She said, "Turn in here." I said, "It's a Ford dealership." She said, "Yeah," and it was that big. It had a road up the middle, you know, mm-hmm. and the vehicles were displayed on this terraced um, block, and up the top were all the pickup trucks. And uh, she said, there's a new King Ranch up there. And I thought, what's a King Ranch? And uh, it turns out it's a bit like R.M. Williams, you know. It's an old ranch in Texas and they've got this logo on it and they have this King Ranch F-350 up there mm-hmm. with this particular paint job. And anyway, we get out there. And she starts walking around this F-350 pickup and next thing she drops the tailgate, spreads her, arm, <laughs> spreads her arms across the tailgate and says, I'm in love. And I'm thinking, <laughs> thank you, Jesus. She loves guns, loves trucks. Oh, I'm in. I'm and loves home. Jesus. Yeah, loves <laughs> Jesus, absolutely, you know. Oh, wow. And uh, we were you a, soul we at, were at, at that fun. point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, moving along, let's talk about ministry. How did you get into ministry eventually? 
Well, for me, it started January 1990. I was just, I'm about nine months out of the police force. Um, I'm sitting in the office just, I'm doing a word study on motivation of the heart. And one of the references uh, went back to Chronicles. Uh, David given um, Solomon the plans of the temple. And he talked about motivation of the heart. You know, God searches the heart. And, uh, and he said, be careful. He said, because he said, for I've chosen you to build a temple as a sanctuary. And as I read those words, it wasn't just like the words leaped off the page or anything like that. It was like God spoke those words to me, for I've chosen you to build a temple as a sanctuary. And I had absolutely no idea what he was talking about. I wasn't a pastor. I wasn't thinking about being a pastor. I certainly wasn't thinking about building a church. No idea. And that encounter was followed by 10 years of silence. And each year I'd go back. I'd say, do you want to tell me now? Because I, got, I had no idea what you're talking about. And, um, and that went on for like 10 years. In 11 years, uh, things started to unfold in my mind about ideas I had for a mobile ministry thing with a semi-trailer and and then I thought, well, maybe there's some Christian truck drivers out there might be interested. And it, it snowballed on from there. And over the next 10 years, it was like God just unfolded the vision. And um, like it, God didn't say to Joseph, I'm going to make you, you know, prime minister of Egypt. He gave him a dream about mm-hmm. fat cows, skinny cows, sheaves of wheat, you know. And um, who would ever have equated that to what he finally ended up as? Who would ever have equated what God spoke to me as, you know, building a major ministry to the road transport industry in America? Well, let's back up before we get to your current dream. Now, you've been in ministry. You've been a pastor. You've been a chaplain. Mm, I had, um, and and back in the early 70s, I was a foundation member. Back in 71, I was a foundation member of God Squad. Oh, okay. Um, The motorcycle um, ministry? Yeah. Yeah. After we... We got married. Um, uh, we spent five years in the States, and I was a chaplain uh, with Transport for Christ as a volunteer mm-hmm. on a truck stop chapel before I got my green card. Yeah, that's when we were still living in the States. I was still a nurse there, mm-hmm. and he was involved in chaplain ministry there. But what I was going to say is, if I can back up for a moment yep. with Tony's story, after he left, when he was in the police force, and even after he left the police force, there were difficulties in the marriage then. And Tony is a Bush poet, and I believe that God ministered to him through the Bush poetry that he gave him in more ways than I think even Tony realizes. And his poetry has gone on. He recorded two albums, and his poetry has gone on to lead hundreds and hundreds of people to Christ, listening to his Christian perspective on things that happened to him during that period in his life. Mm-hmm. And Bushman and Heroes was, a, it's a full CD with, I don't know how many selections on it. 11. And then the, uh, To the Sunburnt Ear is, of course, the tribute to the Australian soldier. That's the one that's played across the country at Anzac Day. Mm-hmm. Um, they played that poetry and the thank you that comes before the poem that's the thank you and then the to the sunburn ear and that was the thing that brought tony together with the ceo at um i mean the president at corumban rsl that's how they got 
introduced to each other because Ron had been playing that for years before he even met Tony. Oh, okay. So I believe that the ministry portion of Tony's life involved uh, not just, you know, his early years of the God Squad and all that, but I think that poetry really is key. And it opened doors for us. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, and uh, I think that was part of, of a transitioning that God was using to go forward yeah. into the time when he brought your attention mm. to Chronicles and then from there. Um, so, and that's just what I know from knowing Tony, because, of course, I wasn't in the picture then. Yeah. So, Tony, you're part of a dawn service, which is televised nationally every year for Anzac yeah. Day? Yeah, Corumban RSL. Mm. Channel 7 uh, broadcasted every year. So many of our listeners could have heard you on that nationally televised oh, yeah. telecast. Yeah, they, uh, yeah, it's my, it's my five minutes of fame every year. <laughs> it's a real honor to be involved there. There's just yeah. lovely people there. I think, it, I mean, for me, it's the best dawn service in Australia because it has so much heart to it. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's the that's the result of uh, the input of Ron Workman, who's the chairman of the board there. Yeah, and the numbers have increased. Yeah, it's now listed as uh, one of Queensland's major events. Well, we have to wrap up our conversation, but let's end with your current vision that you're passionate about now. Well, we we have a, a ministry called Faith Freighters. Um, it's a ministry to long-distance uh, truck drivers. And um, our big vision for that is to build a thing called the Fifth Wheel Worship Center. And uh, it will be a trucker's church. It will be a full-service 24-7 truck stop. God willing, and the creek don't rise, it'll be built just outside Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, wow. And, um, yeah, it, it's a huge undertaking, and um, it's one of those things where you just got to say, well, okay, you know, I've had a number of father and son arguments about it over the years with God. <laughs> and uh, and I remember one particular day, I, I used to complain about the size of the vision, the insignificant size of the visionary, and he spoke to me one day as clear as a bell uh, about when I birthed the vision heart of Nehemiah to rebuild the wall. He wasn't even a free man. Mm. He was a test pilot. He was a, a cupbearer. He was a test pilot for bad booze. And, um, you know, but you'll find favor with the king. And so, you know, we, we've gone on and, and just hung. I tried a number of times to uh, get it up and running. Um, and it uh, didn't work, so I said to God, I'll tell you what, when you're ready, you let me know. Well, it was only just over three months ago that that, that, that happened, and now things are starting to move so fast, at, uh, and we think we'll be back in the U.S. Uh, chasing this dream before the end of the year. Wow. Things are happening for you. Yes, they are. Yes, sir, they are. They, um, they are happening, and uh, it's... Um, yeah, you know, it it's it's just come about in such a way, you know, that um would to, to sort of took us by surprise. And well, it's almost like we come to this intersection because we've been up and down the road to every place you can imagine talking to everybody that will listen. So we've talked to everybody, nothing's happened, nothing's happened, and it's like we've come to this intersection and God is standing right in the middle of the intersection directing the traffic, saying, "Okay, now, this is the direction you go. This is the people you see. And it's and when we turn and do that, it has become very fruitful. So we'll be incorporated as um, a Christian entity within a month. Uh, we'll be listed as a church in Tennessee. So it's, uh, it's starting to happen. It's starting to grow legs and 
and arms, and you know, it's pretty exciting once it gets going because it's God's momentum. Wow. Well, thank you so much for sharing, well, how you met, your backstories, but now the exciting things that you're doing now. Thank you so much for sharing your story today. Thank you for having us. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Our guests today have been Tony and Minna Gunther, and they're just about to launch into a wonderful adventure. been listening to Real Faith and if you have any questions or comments you can send us a message through our website realfaith.org.au that's realfaith.org.au 